Yo, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the show, the podcast. I am back from Las Vegas. Viva Las Vegas. I made it. I survived. I'm not particularly shocked. I survived. I'm pretty boring. Uh, I came home with nothing but sunburn and an empty wallet and less money in my bank account than when I started. So, uh, <laughs> buy the merch. Uh, thank you. Yes, uh, buy the merch, subscribe, like, Venmo me money. I don't know. Whatever you guys want to do or nothing at all. I don't care. I'm just glad you're here listening. Uh, today... Got some stuff to talk about. Um, while I was in Vegas, I was able to keep up with as much of the content as possible. Obviously, I was on Twitter, so I was able to see things that were being dropped, things that were going on. Um, I tried to keep up as much as I could, uh, could with the content as far as playing on the Switch. Um, you know, obviously, I was there with uh, friends who I haven't seen in a while. It's for a bachelor party, so I'm not just going to sit there twiddle my thumbs playing Switch while we're playing beer pong and things of that nature. Who... <laughs> Childhood games, actually. No adult content here. Um, but I wake up a little early, earlier than some of my friends, so I was able to play the show a little bit on the Switch. Uh, let me just say it was a fucking horrible experience. MLB the show on the Switch was terrible. Uh, it is not a game made for the Nintendo Switch, clearly. Um, but it served its purpose. I got some offline grinding done. I was able to do a lot of the conquests, some of the moments. Pitching moments are very hard on the Switch. Very, very hard, because you really can't do pinpoint... Unless you have a pro controller, I had to go back to analog, which is also kind of icky sticky because I think I have stick drift. It was, you know, whatever. It was just not fun. But hey, we got shit done. Uh, today, we're going to talk about a variety of topics. We're not just going to talk about one overarching theme. That's what happens during the season in cycle. We've got a lot of stuff going on, a lot of content starting and ending and coming soon and down the pipe and what's to come and reviews and blah, blah, blah. It's going to be a never-ending stream of information. So as always... If you're looking for a nice one-stop shop, 20 to 30 minutes, sometimes a little longer, of everything that's happened or is happening in MLB The Show in the last week or the upcoming week, the show, the podcast, is for you. If you're a new listener, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you. My name is Kenny. Um, let's just jump right in. I mean, I don't know what we're waiting for at this point. So if you're just listening on Apple, Spotify, what have you, thank you for being here. Uh, this episode is going to have a bit of a visual component on YouTube. Uh, because we're going to be breaking down some stuff. We're going to be going through the calendar, which I will do my best to verbally explain. Uh, we're going to be going through the new Pitcher's Playground uh, event. That's going to be the last thing we do, because I'm going to play that as we're talking about it. We're going to review the Moonshot event, which uh, featured very few Moonshots. We're going to talk about the calendar, as I said, right on the screen right now. We're going to talk about the new program coming soon, which is also on the calendar. And uh, a couple other things here and there. So we'll start, I guess... I think we should just start with the Moonshot event. Let's review that. So the Moonshot event, for the uninitiated, is typically the most anticipated event every year. They usually have it in, like, May or June, and they usually only have it once. This year, they did it earlier, and they're going to do uh, at least two. Uh, at least two. There might be a third. I don't know, but at least two. That's cool. Uh, the reward was a 90 overall Tim Salmon, who I actually have, so I might as well show you guys. Um, I completed that event. So here's 90 Tim Salmon. Really good against lefties, at least for this point in the year. Not the worst against righties. His contact's good. Power's a little shy on 81. Uh, 60 in the field. Lord help you if you put him in right field. God help you if you put him in left field. Uh, 55 speed, 61 reaction. He's a train wreck. He is an utter disaster in the field. He is a bench bat if I've ever seen one. He's not on my bench just because I don't particularly love his swing, but that's a personal preference. If you like him, go ahead and use him. So he's not on my team. No shot. 
the Moonshot event this year was uh, boring. So let me explain why. I am... People who are new to this podcast just from MLB The Show 22, just these last few weeks, you're all going to think I'm an overtly negative person. I'm not. I really... When this game is playing well, I'll be the first to tell you. Um, where's the calendar? There it is. The problem is this game is not playing well. So I understand that events... The event calendar, so we should call it, is probably planned out months in advance. They probably already know what event they're going to run in October. Or at least some sort of semblance of an idea. So, it was probably premeditated that they were going to drop a moonshot event this early. But, given all of the problems with the hitting engine right now, dropping an offensive heavy event this early, it just didn't jive. It didn't work well. Um, Games were not high scoring, at least the games I played in. Uh, and I got all the way to 30 wins. I think I played... I, th- I got a lot of losses in this event, honestly. I think it was like 30 and 15, 30 and 20. So I played close to 50 games. Um, every every ball is is dead off the bat. And you're playing in Coors Field. It should not be like that. You're using, I don't know, 85 and up offensive players. Some people using golds. That's fine, too. Those cards should still rake against commons. And nobody was. Maybe pitching is better. Maybe, uh, but I don't think so. I think the Moonshot event this year was a letdown, at least so far. That's why I'm glad there will be at least one more. Maybe the hitting engine will be corrected or adjusted, or the game will just, I don't know, magically poof itself into a better game by the time that comes out. Because as it stands right now, I don't want another Moonshot event until this shit is fixed. Um, Admittedly, I'm recording on Monday. It's about 8 o'clock at night. Nothing like leaving it to the last minute, Kenny. Um... I think the game played okay today. I went 5-0 in ranked. Not bad. Scored 10 runs twice in those five games. Not bad. I just got up to Hall of Fame, so we'll see how that goes. Um, I played a little bit of this new event, which we'll talk about, like I said at the end. It's a dead ball event on purpose, so it's kind of hard to tell where offense is. Um... Uh, just some some days or some some hours, some time frames, this game plays phenomenal, and some days it's just utter horse shit on the streets of New York City. Um, it kind of just is what it is. So, Moonshot event, not quite an L, but also definitely not a dub. Um, if I were to grade it on like an academic A through F scale, I'd probably say it's a D. Um, which, for you, might be an L. Uh, you know, it, it was just not as fun as it has been in years past. I remember last year, there were fucking nookie dookies all over the yard. All over the yard. Plus, I mean, this is nitpicky, but like, Moonshot event, we're going to release Tim Salmon? We don't have like a cooler name or reward or like, why is that not like a 50 home run milestone card? I don't know. Maybe that would be too premature. Like, that actually is probably a good chance to give us like a Juice Steve Finley or um, Luis Gonzalez had a 50 home run season. Eh, I don't know. Tim Savins, eh, not my cup of tea. Um, let's just look at this calendar now. Pitcher's Playground, as I said, at the end. Headliners Pack 8, Dennis Eckersley, new reliever. Need relievers at this point in the year. So that's pretty good. I mean, I, I guess we should just show them while we're here. Um, Dennis Eckersley. It's actually really cheap right now. I might just snag him soon. Slider, sinker, four seam. The early cards of Eckersley almost always have three pitches. At some point, he'll be given a curveball, maybe a changeup. Um, glitchy delivery, 115 Ks per nine, doesn't fucking mean a thing, but it's his biggest stat. The hits per nine at 86 is kind of shitty, but I think 
His wonky delivery kind of makes up for that, if that makes sense. Pitch and clutch, no one quite knows what that means, except I think it helps with runners on base. I don't fucking know. Uh, 90 break is good, 70 velo is bad. Pitch control is immaculate with all his pitches, as you see above my head. Uh, 97 on the slider, and then perfect 99s on the four-seam and sinker. Pitch break, yeesh. Okay, the sinker don't move a ton, slider don't move a lot, so maybe that pitch break's not as good as I thought. And velo, not a ton of separation. Good separation between four-seam and slider. That sinker is a little too close to the four-seamer for my liking. Not a terrible card. It's early in the year. Um, if you get him, great. If you don't, I wouldn't go out of your way necessarily to purchase him. Next, we're going to skip something here. So on the bottom left of the calendar, you see the featured program and roster update. We're going to talk about that in just a moment. First, on Friday, April 29th, is Friday. New uniform and tops now. So tops now, who gives a shit? Just do the five moments, get your cards, it's done. The new uniform. Investing this year is hard, guys. Investing in cards is hard. Even though the first roster update, real roster update with attribute upgrades of the season is Friday, you might be able to make some stubs there if you invested wisely. The best way to invest so far this season is to look for these new uniform programs. Excuse me. I yawned. Okay, what is it an episode without me yawning? So, the, the new Nike City Connect uniforms are coming on Friday for the Kansas City Royals. They released today, Monday, on Twitter. They're fucking fire. They look great. This has been the best way to make stubs. You got to sit on it a little bit, but it's been worth it. So, when the National City Connect dropped and the Astro City Connect dropped, the prices of the better silvers and uh, golds of those teams fucking skyrocketed. Skyrocketed. I was pulling Joe Ross, like a 76 overall starting pitcher, out of packs and selling him for like 2,500 stubs. That is absurd. So, as you're listening to this on Tuesday, go start buying Royals cards. The prices might already have been inflated just a little bit. I am hardly the first person to advise the world to do so. So make sure if you can get good prices, get some Royals. Adalberto Mondesi is a great one, obviously. MJ Melendez, great gold. Fuck, Salvi Perez's price might go up a little bit. That's a heavy investment, and there's a lot of risk there because it is a diamond. I would stay more towards Adalberto, MJ Melendez, even Whit Merrifield to a lesser extent, Bobby Witt, um, Zach Greinke, maybe, probably Zach Greinke. Those are the pitchers I'd be, or the players rather, I'd be targeting. Get a couple investments. They might, they literally might double or triple in price. Again, though, you're not looking to sell these on Friday. I would say they're going to hit their peak Saturday, Sunday, when people are looking to purchase them and finish the program, because you do have to get player XP with whatever team, in this case the Royals, the program's for. So, in a season that is the, the short on investment opportunities, I suggest giving it a try. Maybe you don't like waiting on cards that long, maybe you like more quick flip, maybe the profit or the risk is just not for you. But so far, it's two for two. New Nike City Connect uniforms, that team's price skyrockets. So, I don't know. Give it a try. Give it a try. Give it a try. Oh, let's talk about this new program. I'm not going to even begin to attempt to discuss the second bullet point of the new program, which is the roster up update. I know who's playing well in real life. Obviously, I pay attention. But with the way the market works this year, 
I need to see a roster update or two before I start making legit investments of my own. Because I am not looking to just pour stubs down the toilet. Stubs are already hard enough to come by. I finished the American League and I finished the Joe Maurer cover collection. Your boy's poor. So, as you can see, top left screen, 15,000 some odd stubs. Uh, it's going to be a hell of a time before I finish the NL. And honestly, I'm okay with that. I'm having fun with the cards I'm using. But, rosters are going to shake up a little bit starting Friday. Probably more so, more so toward the weekend as you gain XP through the program. The new program coming on Friday is called the Spring Cleanup Program. It is going to replace the Team Affinity Program. So, couple things. Number one, the Team Affinity... Pro I keep calling it Team Affinity Program. The Face of the Franchise Program. It's not Team Affinity. Face of the Franchise Program. Those cards are gone on Friday. Until they release more packs through Conquest, through other program reward tiers or uh, progress paths, these cards are gone. That means their prices are about to fucking go up. I don't know how much. I don't know if by a ton, if by a little, but definitely up. So... On Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, if you see a face of the franchise card you do not have that you do want, go buy it immediately. If you have the means and want to invest a few, great. If you have the means to buy all 30, that's incredible. I have 12. And I know when the first collection comes out, that's going to bite me in the ass because you're probably going to need 20. But as of now, I have 12. The new program. Is that good again? <sighs> Sheesh! The new program, sorry, Spring Cleanup, is not going to have 30 bosses at a time. It's going to have five. It's going to have five bosses. I don't know how that's going to work. I kind of like that every program is going to be tweaked and altered and just a little bit different. I'm totally down for that. Consistency is usually what you want in a game with its content, but I kind of like this. It, it varies it up just enough to keep things interesting. There are, as of now, Monday, 8 o'clock, there are no reveals or previews of bosses. I would imagine we get like two or three teased by the end of the week, and on Friday, we see them all. Spring cleanup leads me to believe it's going to be power hitters, for obvious reasons. Um, I, I kind of find it hard that they would release five hitters without pitchers, but hell, who knows. I'm going to actually, I'm going on Twitter right now to see, Nutsy tweeted some good predictions before. Um, okay, so this is what Nutsy tweeted. Nutsy, friend of the show, the podcast. If you haven't listened to that episode from many moons ago, go back and listen. It was fantastic. Um, Lou Gehrig, Eddie Murray, Willie Stargell, primarily cleanup hitters. Very good at their jobs. Um, I think it'd be a good time to get all three of them, at least a low 90s version. And then Willie McCovey, great time for that. And Carlos Delgado are his five picks. If you recall, Carlos Delgado was leaked by Rich Eisen which I guess was leaked by Randy Johnson on the Rich Eisen Show. Uh, so I'm pretty positive Carlos Delgado's in the game. That would be the fucking dopest reward ever if he was released. I think every single person would pick Carlos Delgado um, as one of their choices. You get to pick two of the five. I would imagine they're all going to be purchasable on the market again. But like I said, this is a different program. This is different than what we're used to with Face of the Franchise. Who knows? I'm hoping that within this program path, Face of the Franchise is still available so I can beef up my collection, my inventory. Uh, but that's, uh, I mean, I wish I could tell you more about this upcoming program, but literally fucking know nothing. They dropped the spring cleanup name this afternoon. And like I said, no bosses, no henchmen, nothing. I don't know a thing. Your guess is as good as mine. We'll fucking see. Uh, but how dope would Carlos Delgado be?
in the comment section below. Or if you'd like to leave a review of the show, you can add this in there as well uh, on Apple or Spotify. Who are your five picks for the spring cleanup program? How awesome would it be to get Carlos Delgado? Let, let's talk. Have a conversation with me. Your five picks, or even a couple picks. Like, who do you think is going to be in the spring cleanup program? I want to know. Um, what else we got to talk about? No, that's really it. The next is this Pitcher's Playground event. So the Pitcher's Playground event this is where we're going to end. I'm going to play a game and we're going to talk. Um, I'm 2-0 in it right now. It's any pitchers, any hitters, but your max overall team is 88. So you got to do a little finagling. It took me about 10 minutes to put a lineup together. Difficulty is all-star, three inning games, Forbes Field only. That sucks. Forbes Field is a fucking canyon. Uh, so it's gonna, not going to be a lot of home runs. Um, it is what it is. So I'm 2-0 in the event. You get one pack for one win, 500 stubs for three, set five headliner at five wins that gives you Eric Davis, uh, 1,000 stubs for seven wins, a ball and pack at 10 wins, 13 wins, you get a set six headliner, which is Vita Blue. Um, might be okay for this time of year. He's not great, but he might be okay. At 15 wins, we've seen this card before. 88 overall, all-star Greg Maddox. Sinker, circle, cutter, four-seam curveball. Very nice pitch mix. I wish that curveball was a slider, but it's fine. Um, 104 stamina, great. 83 hits per nine is okay. With a card with his low velo, I'd like the hits per nine to be higher. We'll see how he plays. I obviously haven't faced him yet. 76K per nine, not sure that matters. 88 or 86 walks per nine is good. 96 break, we know is great. 93 control, he's going to be fucking pinpointing everything. 55 velo, 97 fielding. Um, pitch control, everything's great except the curveball, which is an 85, which honestly isn't even that bad. Pitch break, 96 on the sinker is what that's the, that's the one you want. 91 on the circle, 86 on the cutter, and then only 71 on the curve. That's interesting. Usually his curveball moves a fuck ton. Um, not a bad card. 18 wins, 2,000 stubs. Cha-ching. 20 wins. This is the card I want. I actually think this is a great time of the year to use Bob Gibson. Four-seam slider, sinker, curveball, changeup. 111 stamina, 87 hits per nine, which, again, is not great, but the difference is Gibson has 90 velo. He also has 90 break with 89 field and a 97 arm. This dude's a fucking insane pitcher at this time in the year, especially with a sinker and a hard fastball. Does he have outlier? He does not, but he has sinker baller. We like sinker baller, and we like workhorse, and we like grounded. Uh, cheesy throws an extremely effective che uh, fastball. Shout out Ray Cheesy, another friend of the show. So, all right, listen. I kind of think he's pretty good. He's going to be effectively wild with 75 control, but if you use pinpoint, it shouldn't fucking matter that much. Um, I want this card bad. I will be playing this event, even though it's at Forbes Field. 25 wins, you get set seven headliner, which is Matt Carpenter. Just came out not too long ago. This card is absolutely nuts and disgusting. Uh, and then Big Dog 3 pack at the end. I actually pulled uh, Chase Yelich, uh, Chase Yelich, Christian Yelich. Out of the Big Dog 3-pack for finishing the Moonshot event. Oh my god, he's really expensive right now. I might consider selling him. I have him as my starting left fielder right now, but I'm struggling with him. Um, let's let's go through. Let's go through what we have. Let's, let's play a game. So, the way to make this roster, people who are listening, it's going to be a little fucking frustrating to get down to an 88 overall. My method. Two commons in the rotation. Three commons in the bullpen. Three commons on the bench. And then you might have to use a gold or two uh, in your lineup and in your rotation. It works out. I promise it works out. 
Use the guys you want to parallel. Parallel them. Swap them out. Uh, I have a pet peeve. For long-time listeners, you know this. If I see parallel five cards in an event, I fucking freak out. Like, oh, there you go. I'm playing P5 Corbin. Patrick Corbin in the event. Uh, Patrick Corbin. Corbin Burns. I'm a dumbass. Um, he doesn't need to be in the event. He's parallel five already. But it is what it is. All right. So as you can see, Forbes Field, a canyon, a, a, a wasteland for fly balls. I, I suggest you don't hit them, especially not to center field. You can you can hit it out to the corners, but center field is rough. Um, as I swing at the first pitch, as I always do. The key to this, guys, in my opinion, if you're not just going to pick cards you're comfortable with, pick, pick cards that can hit gaps with some speed. That was a great fucking pitch. That was a terrible at bat. Don't, don't laugh at me. Um, if you get guys who can run, you're hitting a lot of triples here. You're hitting a lot of triples here. I've already hit, I, what do I play, two games? I've hit two triples, triple a game. So I suggest you try it. Uh, Lou Bob and Mike Trout are great at the top of the order. Um, Brian Reynolds is good if you can squeeze him in. Acuna's great if you can get him in. Why am I... Hello? Hold on, we're going to hit this. There we go. Can we get that triple? Is that going to be the triple I just prophesized? Let it be the triple I just prophesized. Oh, fuck, I'm going for it. I'm going to be out. See, got the triple I just prophesized. Yeah, so every year there's an event at Forbes Field. Every year. And it's horrible every year. A couple years ago, it was at least for Pee Wee Reese, which gave me... He done quit. He quit. Chat, we'll do it again. Uh, it was for Pee Wee Reese, which means I didn't have to play it because I didn't fucking want Pee Wee Reese. Um, turns out, of course, Pee Wee Reese, by the end of the year, became one of the most expensive cards to get because nobody else played the event either. Um... So yeah, get hits and people quit. It's great. I already have three wins. Um, listen, this event is not going to be everyone's favorite. I bet, given the way this stupid fucking game plays, there will be more runs scored than there were in the Moonshot event. Um, Pitcher's Playground is gr great, actually, for paralleling your starters. I would not normally suggest using your favorite starters in events if you care about ERA and stats. Because normally, in events, your pitchers are going to get absolutely fucking torched. Absolutely torched. I don't think that's going to happen in this event. I think if you can pitch off the corners and induce weak fly balls, you're going to be a hero. That's why I have Signature Series Mike Messina as my go-to pitcher in this event. Because, he, first of all, he's nasty. But I pitch very effectively with him. It's hard to square them up. He throws absolutely stinky dots just like that one. Um, I hope by the end of this event I have Messina to like at least P4. I think he's P2 right now. Actually, he might be just have gotten to P3. So P4 would be swell. Look at that. Sheesh! Look at that. Look at that. We got him looking. Um, use guys also. This is another great piece of advice. In an event where pitching, you can kind of make some mistakes because hitting is going to be at a premium. In theory, I suggest maybe using some pitchers that you want to just try out before you take them into ranked, before you take them into another competitive mode. Use a guy maybe you're on the fence about, you know, don't necessarily let the results, you know, the number of runs scored dictate whether you use them or not. Because like, listen, so I don't like face of the franchise, um, Logan Webb. It's made me quite upset because I think the card should be better than I've been performing. That's going to be gone. Nope. Um, I don't like that card. 
But I could use this event as a means of getting more used to him. Even if he allows no runs in three innings, I have to, I, I would be more mindful of the amount of contact made, the quality of contact made, things of that nature. But regardless, it's a great way to get used to using a pitcher or a great way to test out some new sequences or some new locations because more than likely, you're not going to be, you know, butt, butthole puckered tight thinking you're going to let up a home run every single pitch. You could let up a ton of hits and runs might score. That's baseball. But it, it's not going to be a home run derby. So use some guys that you might not otherwise use. Give them a try. Give them a shot. Chris Sale with this backdrop is going to suck. Yeah. Another thing to be mindful of, Forbes Field has the worst batter's eye, one of the worst batter's eyes in this whole effing game. It's going to be hard to pick up the ball. You're probably going to pick it up late until the sun goes down and it becomes nighttime. At nighttime, it's it's perfect because it's just a black sky. Yeah, I can't see the ball. Um, I, In theory... I don't normally condone this, but in theory, this is an event where you can use some cheesy bunters. If you really wanted to, you could bunt a little bit. I can't believe I just condone that. I suggest you don't do it. But if you are worried about getting hits because normally you lean on home runs, you could try bunting. That would leave... Oh, Lubob, get down. Lubob, get... Nope, it's not getting down. That would leave guys like... Byron Buxton, uh, fuck even Tim Locastro, uh, guys of that ilk, especially with speed, would be worth you. Oh my God, Mike Trout just obliterated that shit. Oh my God, don't bunt, guys, don't bunt. I take it back. Mike Trout just hit a 436 foot, perfect, perfect home run. Um, no, nah, but I'm fucking with you. It, it, this is the type of event where you could. Oh my God, good swing, but it was an out. Type of event where you could fuck around a little bit. Take it seriously, though. Like, even if you're fucking around and getting used to using some cards, Greg Maddox might be pretty good on your team. Bob Gibson should definitely be good on your team. And if you get to 30 wins, you get that Big Dog 3-pack. And those packs have had some good cards so far this year. Come on, Frank. Oh, roasted, but right at third. Okay. Well, we got to run. Um, I, I am normally of the vein... Whether you are a money spent, a no money spent, a some money spent, a shekel spent. If you have the ability and the time to play every event to its conclusion, you should. I don't just mean to stop at the player rewards. If it's a 30 win event, go to 30. If it's a 50 win event, try to go to 50. Because normally the rewards or stubs or packs gained along the way end up working out. I am an event grinder. It's a great way to get those packs, get those stubs, get experience. It's a great way to parallel guys. It's a great way, like, get in the lab. Use it as practice. If you want to play ranked all day, go play a couple event games first. Get your swing down. If you're slumping, if you're struggling, which I often am, go play events. It doesn't fucking matter if you lose there. You want to win, but it doesn't matter if you lose. You get as many tries. Oh, my God. Lindor just crushed that. That's far. That was a good pitch, too. That was a dot. Uh, uh, you get as many tries as you need. To win. Uh, so I suggest you use it as a good way of getting ready and preparing and becoming better. That's why I also said, going back to testing new players out, do it in the event. You know, if you want to be bold and do it in a ranked, more power to you, but do it in the event where there are no consequences. If you suck, you suck. If you figure it out, you figure it out. Um, that's just my suggestion. 
So when it comes to events in general, we've now had two stadium locked in a row. We had the Moonshot event stadium locked at Coors, and then we had this event stadium locked at Forbes Field. I'm hoping we get fewer stadium locked ones moving forward. I don't really like the stadium lock. It's cool that it levels the playing field, but I also I don't want to play in their shitty fields anymore. I wish Forbes Field and all other Legend Ballparks were just removed from the fucking game. Like, there will probably, a.k.a. definitely, at some point this year, be an event at the Polo Grounds. And you talk about hell on earth and just blood all over the field. It's happening there. And the good thing is you don't even have to own, like, I don't own Forbes Field, so I guess that's kind of cool. I don't own it, but I can still play there for this event. At the same time, oh my god, this Christian Yelich I'm struggling with so hard. Um, At the same time, I want to pick my own stadium. It's another good thing about events. You can, you can, uh, I'm, I'm a huge events fan. If you haven't already been able to tell that maybe not necessarily this one, but just as, as a, uh, as a practice, as a game mode, I'm a stand for events. I love quick three inning games. Sometimes you can use your God squad. That's awesome. That's why we all grind for these cards to use them. Uh, but it is also a fantastic opportunity. Oh, what did I swing at? It's a fantastic opportunity to use those new cards. Sometimes because you want to try them out, and sometimes because you have no choice but to use them, because it's a player-locked event, or a themed event. This one is not themed. You can use whoever the fuck you want. Good pitch. Chris Sale is is my kryptonite, uh, by the way. Any version of Chris Sale, you can almost guarantee I will not get hits. Oh, Joe Maurer. Joe Maurer will get a hit. This 96 Joe Maurer that I unlocked, I'm so happy I decided to do it sooner rather than later. This card is insanity. So, so good. Um... And here, as you guys as you guys can see, if you're on YouTube, I'll explain if you're not. Uh, I have Gold Justin Turner playing third base because of the overall cap. I hate him. I hate him a lot, but I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to get hits with him. Um, hopefully by the end of this event. Oh, fuck me. Get out of play, you slut. It didn't. It didn't. Um, hopefully by the end of this event, I'll have uh, my dudes paralleled. I'll feel like I know how to hit again because I just don't. Uh, hitting this year has been an enormous struggle for your boy. Some days were hot, like today. Some days were not, like just about every other day. Oh my god, Aaron Judge almost went yawed. Um, went out. The other thing we can start doing after this, during this, before this, in between this, is the BR program. Ron Santo looks like a pretty fun card to use. I had him in a BR run before. Pretty, pretty good swing, nice attributes, good positional flexibility. Uh, I don't really care about any of the quote-unquote flawless guys. They kind of roll dookie, in my opinion. Uh, especially Oral Hershizer looks terrible. Oh, f- I'm down 2-1. Okay. I didn't think that would happen. This guy's pretty good. Uh, that was a early swing. Okay, early swing on a slider away. Make it make sense, chat. Frank, 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 Frank. Um, BR, this program actually lasts a little longer than the first BR program, so you don't really need to stress this one out. Oh my god, this guy's unconscious! It's 3-1, to one and it's all been home runs in an event that should have none. So, I'm concerned. I'm concerned, I'm confused. I'm verklempt. I didn't want to have to use anybody other than Messina, but I, you know, we might have to. Um... Play BR and play events, guys. This year, just like last year, 
You don't necessarily need to be the most skilled player in the world to complete these rewards and complete these programs. You could just do it if you grind and you're patient. Take pitches, which I don't do, but take pitches. Be patient. Don't feel like if you're down 2 nothing, the game is over. You can always swing your way back into it. I promise that these are the game modes that are going to make you a better player. Could you get better playing ranked? Sure. But these are the type of modes that are going to make you better players, specifically events. This is where you're going to unlock something where you're like, wow, I didn't know Byron Buxton's swing was disgusting. He's now my favorite hitter to use. You find out in events. So take them seriously to the point where, you know, you're really meticulously thinking about who's in your lineup. You're giving players different opportunities. I'm going to lose this game now, down 3-1. I'm sad. I'm sad on the inside. Come on, can we hit this, Ryan Howard? Nope. Take pitches. Not like I just did. Swing at a fucking change up below the zone. I am trash. Come on. I didn't swing. Oh, I checked. Wow, I did it. Um, this Ryan Howard, by the way, chat, what do we think? Thoughts? I don't know if I love him yet. I want to love him. It's 2-1. and one. Could have been 3-0. But his swing is a little different. Come on, get through the hole. Oh, I smoked. I wasn't even on it. I smoked it. Okay, one out. I didn't serve a hit there. I'm hearing all these sounds in my headphones that I don't like. I think this guy's a troll. Oh my god. Alright, perfect, perfect Lubob the dead center field. This is the problem with Forbes. Damn! That was like a 450-foot fly out to center field. Ah, oh, that's the problem with Forbes field, chat. Ah, oh, nuts. Alright. Well, well, I, I think we just, <laughs> we're down to our final out here. I mean, it, whatever. If we lose, we lose the event. But that, that's what sucks about Forbes Field, man. That ball was roasty toasted. Can we get a hit? No. All right, three outs. Uh, guys, that's the event. We kind of got a little rambly at the end here. I keep hearing these stupid sounds in my headphones from the guy's fucking stupid sounds he put into his stadium. Um, play the event. Tons of new content coming this week. We're going to talk about everything new, all the surprises, everything that gets dropped. We're going to talk about in the next episode. Um, until then, may your PCIs be true. May your eye at the plate be immaculate. Um, and may your pinpoint be icky sticky. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> thank you guys for listening. Enjoy the event. Let me know in the comments who you, who you think is going to be the next boss or next set of bosses. Like, subscribe, retweet, re review. Kiss my ass. I don't know. All the things. Uh, thank you so much. Talk to you next week.